More small businesses are starting to hire freelancers instead of employees. Why? Because it saves them a ton of money. Not only does the cost of a freelancer sometimes come out to a third of an equivalent employee, um, but the freelancer, if they're good, will often bring in quicker results and uh, bigger results for your business if they're a true expert in what they're providing to you as a service. If you live in California where AB5 has gone into effect, then you'll need some workarounds to build up a freelancer workforce. And I encourage you to support efforts to get rid of that bill because it is deadly to being able to grow your small business and for freelancers to be able to find work. A similar bill is coming nationally called the PRO Act. And if you want to continue to have an easier time growing your small business by hiring freelancers, the PRO Act cannot pass or what's happening in California will become national. By the end of this video, you'll be pretty convinced that you want to start hiring more freelancers. And you can learn more about the PRO Act in another video that I, where I dive into it. And you can just click above on that. But in this video, for those that are able to hire freelancers um, and are looking to want to, uh, but you're wondering whether it's really worth the cost. Hey, is it, is it cheaper? Is it more expensive? I'm going to dive deep into all the numbers in today's video so that you can see exactly how businesses save money by hiring freelancers. So for those that are not being prevented by the government to hire freelancers, here are the reasons why you save a ton of money by doing so. Number one, employees cost more time and thus more money to hire. The average cost to hire an employee according to a study by the Society for Human Resource Management, is $4,129. The average cost to hire a freelancer is, is the hourly rate of the recruiter times about five hours. So let's say you're paying a recruiter $30 an hour, then you're looking at, you know, a hundred and something dollars to hire a freelancer. Um, especially when you use platforms like Upwork, it makes it very easy to target the right talent quickly. And you may be wondering, well, aren't there other expenses involved rather than just, you know, yeah, yes, I'm paying somebody to invest the time to post a job, to interview people, to hire a freelancer. Um, there aren't really many other expenses associated with hiring freelancers. That's the whole point. And we're going to dive into what, why that is and what those are. It's very difficult to have a targeted approach to finding employees because you, you post a job, you receive a ton of resumes, many of which are not qualified or relevant. And the larger the business, the more resources you have for hiring recruiters to go out, out and actually find expert talent. But it's still a much more arduous process to find the right person and the stakes are a lot higher. Uh, because hiring costs are so much higher, you wanna find somebody that's gonna stick around for a long time and somebody who is reliable and skilled, all of which are not easy to find, uh, mainly because the majority of job-seeking workers today, which are millennials, which is myself, they career hop a lot more than previous generations. So uh, good luck finding somebody that's going to stick around for 10 years. Um, they're more likely to stick around for, for two. That's why they tend to be more attracted to freelancing, these millennials. And that's why a lot of 
Uh, the lack of finding skilled employees has to do with a lot of the skilled people have decided to freelance because they know they can make a lot more money like that and they have a lot more flexibility in how they work and flexibility is extremely important to the millennial working generation and the next generation after the millennials. So the second point, the second reason why uh, it costs a lot less money to hire freelancers is that employees cost more time and money to fire as well. So if an employee doesn't turn out to be what you had hoped for, or your company hits a rough patch and has to downsize, letting go of employees requires a lot of administrative time and can be very costly if you're including other certain payouts or severance packages, or you have any legal issues that come down to the reason why you're firing the employee. There's a lot more regulations you have to deal with. And on top of it, you have to deal with the backlash from the employee themselves if they end up super angry and they try to uh, hurt the image of your business or any other type of threat. Um, If you need to downsize your team and they're a freelancer um, and you have a freelancer that doesn't turn out to perform well, you can easily just end that contract. And if you didn't commit to a long-term contract, I don't usually usually get into any long-term contracts And so the client can also always get out of it easily. And I do the same with the freelancers that I hire. Um, And then the freelancer, they're not too put out because he or she likely has other clients that is bringing in income and they have a good flow for replacing you with a new client. So, you know, there's there's no hard feelings like, okay, that didn't work out. Moving on. Um, And that's that's good for you because that freelancer is also less likely to try and smear your business or have bad feelings about it. Three. You likely need to provide health insurance, pay time off, retirement contributions, and other benefits to your employees. You could be spending an additional $2,000 per month per employee for all their benefits. That, that's a lot, especially when you're saying, oh, I could be paying $2,000 a month total to hire this freelancer, um, even though their hourly rate's higher. Four. You're paying half of the employee's social security tax, which usually amounts to 6 to 7%, in addition to Medicare, which is usually around 1-something, 1. 1.4%, and federal unemployment tax. That's a lot of extra taxes that you're having to pay as an employer. But if you're hiring freelancers, they have to cover that those things themselves. Number five, you usually have to pay for workers' compensation insurance. So, and any other insurance relative to whatever business that you have and and what kind of employees you have. The number six, the more employees you hire, the more equipment and space that you have to purchase or rent out or pay for for them to do their job. Freelancers, they pay for their own office space and their own internet and their own computers and anything else they need to perform their job. And that really adds up. If you have 100 employees and you keep growing, you have to keep getting bigger and bigger spaces. And 2020 really showed many businesses how much money they can save when their employees are working at home. And so I think a lot of companies have realized, hey, we can actually put our employees at home. We no longer have to pay for internet. And yeah, we probably do still have to pay for some equipment or a work laptop or or you know software and everything else that you have to uh, still cover for your employee. But they realized just how much money they can save not having office space, not having to pay for the electricity, the utilities, the the phone bill, the internet bill, and everything else that comes with office space. Um, 
but it's a lot more difficult to manage an employee working at home. Whereas a freelancer, you're not managing at all. They're running their own business. So you're not having to follow up on when they're working and how they're working and whether they're uh, clocking in and clocking out and what they're complying to because they get to choose how they work and when they work. As long as you're just paying them to deliver a specific task or a project or a result to your business, and it doesn't matter when they work and how many hours they put in, et cetera. What matters is that they are performing the task that you hired them to do and they're delivering the product and the service and the uh, the result that you're paying them to deliver. And that's all that matters. So it's a lot easier to, you're not really managing them at all. You're just in this business relationship. Now, I'm going to pop a graphic on the screen courtesy of Upwork, which is a, a major freelancer platform. And this shows, this graph really shows how much more expensive employees are. As you can see in the green area, um, that's a typical employee's salary. And then we need to stack on bonuses, benefits, payroll taxes, insurance, and other expenses. It really adds up. The true employment costs are typically 1.25 to 1.4 times higher than an employee's salary. So keep that in mind. Going back to why the average cost to hire an employee is around $4,000 is because of these things that you must do that you don't have to worry about when hiring freelancers. So some of these things include numerous job interviews. When you're taking a more targeted approach to finding a freelancer, like when I hire freelancers, um, it only takes me a few hours of my time. And because I can use a platform like Upwork or similar platform where you have a marketplace of freelancers, it's a lot easier to have a more targeted approach to finding talent and then interviewing that talent. So you might end up only interviewing two or three people before you find the right person. Another another thing that you're paying for with employees and why it costs so much to hire an employee is you're paying an HR team. You're likely running background checks. Um, there's time enrolling those employees into benefit programs once you do hire them. There's a lot of training programs and training costs with a freelancer, they show up pre-trained because they are an expert in whatever you're paying them, whatever service you're paying for. So you don't have to train them into what they're doing as a job. They already do it every day for other clients. And uh, yeah, you might need a brief, brief kickoff meeting or you might need to send them some resources on your business so they understand what your business does, what the branding is and so forth. But that is far less time and far less of a cost than having to put employees through these huge training programs. And employees tend to have larger learning curves, which is why you have to have those training programs. Um, and that's that's a huge, uh, a huge relief of hiring freelancers. The other thing is that you have to sign employees up for all these other accounts that you're paying for. So let's say you have a Microsoft account or Zoom or whatever else you're using to operate your business. Every employee that you add to that system increases the cost of that software you're paying for. Um, whereas a freelancer, they're paying for their own software. They're paying for their own uh, task management systems and everything else to be able to do their job. Now, this isn't a complete list. It's an overview. <laughs> um, I can dive deeper into, into really a line item of all the specific bullets that we covered, but you get the point. You're saving tens of thousands of dollars per year when you hire freelancers over employees. And of course, that number multiplies depending on 
how many freelancers you're hiring versus not employees, how big your business is and so forth. There are a lot of jobs that you may not even realize that you can hire a freelancer for. Um, Everything from any creative role like website design, video production, logo design, uh, photo editing, video editing, um, computer programming, web development, any type of IT related job, uh, even leadership roles like project managers and so forth. There, there are a ton, like I, I'd be willing to bet that at least half of the roles that you hire for to operate your business, you could hire a freelancer to do. And that number could go up or slightly down depending on what type of business you have. But most businesses do not realize just how many different roles they can fill through hiring freelancers. And yeah, as your business grows, there may still be some roles that just make more sense having an employee that only is working for your company 100% of the time. But uh, the, the reason why it's so attractive to a lot of small businesses is that there's a lot of roles that only require a few hours a week. So if you ever get stuck comparing a freelancer's $100 an hour rate with an equivalent employee's $50 an hour rate, and you're thinking, wow, freelancers are way more expensive. I, I'm not going to do that. You're missing some seriously key factors in your calculation uh, that's making you think you're paying more for a freelancer. And obviously, we just discussed all of what those factors are. The additional costs way overpower the increased hourly rate or increased fixed rate that a freelancer is charging. And you need to remember that most freelancers you hire, you're only paying them for a few hours a week for most jobs. I pay my freelancers that I hire on average anywhere from two hours a week to 10 hours per week, 10 being the max because they have other clients they're working for too. So I I can't be their only client. Now, in addition to cost savings, you have the enhanced flexibility with working with a freelancer that that allows you to shrink, expand, or even pause working with them without actually full-on firing them if your business priorities change or if you need to cut expenses. You can maintain a relationship with a freelancer even if you're not sending them work or paying them any money for for months at a time. Um, If your business, again, if your priorities change or you hit, your business fluctuates, especially as a startup or a small business and business goes up and down and you have a bad couple of months, um, you can maintain a connection with that freelancer. And once you have work for them again, boom, you enter right back into the relationship and you start sending them work. Whereas with an employee, once you fire them, it's very difficult to bring them back because they've likely already found another full-time job. Um, You can't just reduce an employee's hours to five hours a week and get away with it. (laughs) You you just have to end up having to fire them. Um, And so there are a lot of advantages for startups and small businesses to hire freelancers so that they have that flexibility in only paying on demand for work that they actually have for them to do, which means their hours can go up and down per week. They could put in two hours one week and 10 hours the next week based on what kind of work you have for them. You're not paying, you're not overpaying. With an employee, you're, you're very often overpaying, which is why so many employees end up being given five different jobs. And so their skill set ends up being diluted too much rather than, them, rather than them being able to focus on just being an expert in one thing. Because being an expert in one thing rarely requires 40 hours a week. So they end up having to 
give this employee five or six different things to do. So they're, they become more of a jack of all trades opposed to an expert in specific things, which then leads to lower quality work and results when they can't be an expert and really hone their skills in, in one thing. Now, are there some disadvantages to hiring freelancers? Yeah, of course there are. And there's a time and a place to hire a freelancer and there's a time and a place to hire an employee. And we'll discuss that more in another video. But I just want to make sure that you understand that small businesses and startups who aren't hiring freelancers are are seriously missing out. And if you have any questions uh, about what we discussed today, be sure to comment below. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already so that you can get more videos like this where I teach you how to hire and how to work with freelancers um, so that you can grow your business faster and with much lower risk, much lower overhead, and more flexibility. I'll see you in the next video.